Who are we? Nobodies. Speak for yourself. Okay. We're Canadian filmmakers with the dream of surviving financially on the backs of our films. Welcome to our show where we bring people along on our film journey. Maybe we can learn a thing or two. Maybe we can teach people a thing or two while drinking beers. I mean, if you can't drink beers while filmmaking, what's the point? We are Fable Forest Films, failing our way to success. Welcome to Jurassic Park. I mean, our show. First frames first. And go. Hello and welcome. I'm just kidding. You can go ahead now. Yeah, I'll no, start. Okay, no, you, I will actually. You go ahead. You go ahead. No, but your friends here. No, no, no. It's okay. You go ahead. Can I do? You go ahead. Yeah, fuck yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, whatever you want. Yeah. Hey, everybody, how's it going? We are here in 80s basement, where there's blood stains on the carpet, and two guys dragged me down here, and shoved a mic on my lapel. Lapel Mike. <laughs> Lapel Mike, thank you. And we are gonna chat to you for the next, chat, chat to each other, I suppose, for the next 40 minutes. Yeah. So, welcome to First Frames First. This is episode 37 seven of First Frames First. Can you believe it? We're like old men in the podcasting game. I mean, honestly, like we have six fans and we've been doing this for like decades. That's what it feels like. <laughs> so, welcome. And uh, we have a guest. This is Mr. Chris Watson, who uh, is a good friend who's been involved, kind of involved from a very far distance mm, very for passive. a very long time. Mm. Done some, assisted us in very strange ways. <laughs> Did the Korean subtitles for I Was a Greenhouse. Oh, yes. Oh, my which God. Which were then rejected by iTunes. So we were like, <laughs> thanks for all the work, Chris, but just <laughs> forget <suck>. it. <laughs> I was never asked again, so now I know why. <laughs> <laughs> We've never done. <laughs> We've never done it again, and I believe that your subtitles were probably correct. Okay. okay. It was probably more on my like inserting the subtitles uh, and okay, not okay. being able to see. You know what I mean? How good they were then. Okay. Anyway, but it's been you yeah, are very passive, but a lot of support from from England, and so now I'm yeah. here in the flesh. To okay, listen, I just want to throw out there, and uh, you know, I haven't known you for long, but. Yeah. When you're speaking into a mic, don't cover your hand. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Just throwing it out there. Okay. Keep, okay. Well, and come on, so unprofessional. Oh, <laughs> oh, why don't you just come on the show and answer your answer your messages here? We'll just sit here. Sorry, guys, I'm just going to we'll talk, talk around you. So, so Jason has this uh, propensity to enjoy talking. No. Um, a lot. So we walked him around the block a couple of times, trying to tucker him out, so he wouldn't overtake. Take over the convo. We'll see if that works. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. Uh, I, am, it I am. I am really tired though. <laughs> it was like it wasn't jaw exercises. No. We should have given him jaw exercises before the show. I will say, uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a quick shout out. No, I'm not gonna mention his name, but um, uh, last Ramiros. week. No, no, no. No. But, no, no. no. but um, last week it was pretty cool. We spent some time with uh, some of our investors from Shifted. Oh, um, which was really cool. So we we uh, for all of the people that invested in the movie and some of the people that uh, some of the cast and crew that uh, deferred some of their payment. Yeah. Um, we actually created uh, like little certificates and just little mementos, sort of pictures and things like that. But we actually went to the homes of a couple of the investors, and uh, it was pretty fun because uh, some of them had listened to the show before, and so it was a lot of fun to sit around on couches and chairs and and chit chat with them and uh, they got a real sense of you know this isn't just the way we are when we're on the the show we like to chit chat about everything and uh, I thought it was a lot of fun to, it was uh, it was very to cool. meet I the remember. investors in person and uh, and just have a conversation for a while yeah and it so was awesome I don't know if they're they're like we made a big mistake <laughs> yeah that was an error <laughs> They invited us. Oh, I thought those idiots. I thought that was an act. Yeah. <laughs> Gave us a beer. You know, we sat and you know chatted for a little while, and uh, hopefully the impression was good and not yeah. like severely negative. We are friendly humans. I think that is the. Yeah, so, so what do what are they asked? Do they say what's the game plan? Was, what's how do you guys work together? No, no, and which was actually they did not say that at all. It, I think honestly, it was a lot of like, "How are you? Tell us a couple stories from from the making of." We tried, 
And yeah. they just wanted to, I think, get a sense of who we were and, and kind of how things are going. Because at this stage, you see, you, so Chris, Chris has a, a background in finance. Mm. And so whenever people are investing with regards to finance, the, the question is always like, what's my return? When am I getting my, you know, mm. that, those kinds what's of questions. What's the process? Yeah, yeah. At this level of indie sort of filmmaking that we're doing right now, yeah. it's more about support yeah the, like, they, like they, a, get, they they understand where their money went right mm. their money is going to go straight into the hands of a makeup artist who is going to try mm. and make the monster and so they understand that we're we're moving like we don't have the ones and zeros in place like there there is the hope to have return on investment yes. however i think that going into it they felt more like patrons of the arts than yeah. really like i better get this I know money i'm back. gonna be yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, this is not sticking into a mutual fund thinking Correct. it's going to grow at 10% a year. Yeah. Yeah. There's always a hope, though. And, that's, sure, and, the, and sure. when, you, when you meet the people and you see the, um, you know, one set of investors that we talked to had known uh, one of our actors for a really long time. Yeah. The other was more of a, a new meetup. Yeah. Um, and, but what they really saw was the passion um, from, from the actor, the passion from us, and... Uh, the the love of the story and the love of of you know filmmaking and uh yeah. and they're very excited about you know movies and filmmaking as well so did you guys cool. get a feeling like you meet these people you think now we're gonna even i don't know try harder or now we're gonna oh do you know what i mean now we're gonna totally. now we know the faces of yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, house, yeah, yeah. We know no. these people <laughs> okay. no, okay. no. Not, i didn't <laughs> no, no, no i i didn't want to try harder because i already want to try hard you know what I mean right, right. but but I I did feel like um, I did really I got out of those meetings there's a couple times when you feel like when I felt like a filmmaker right. um, you know because I don't even though this we've been doing it for a while we've been making movies we've been working on documentaries short films things like that we've been having a lot of these kind of micro moments oh yeah you don't necessarily say Oh, I'm a filmmaker, but there's a couple times, you know, when you sit at the back of the movie theater and there's a crowd of people and they're laughing at the thing that you made, <laughs> you feel amazing, right? Ooh. When you're sitting one-on-one -on -one in a basement, um, uh, you know, of, of one of the people that have invested in you and believe mm. in you and you're just talking about things, yeah, it, is it a, feels amazing. It is a big deal for someone to believe in you enough to reach into their wallet and help you out. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah, even though it's yeah, not, yeah. even though it's not a huge amount of money, it's not. But it it matters. It yeah, matters it to matter. us because because of the scale of the movie that we're making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a percentage. It's not an unseen percentage, right? Yeah. yeah. So, sure. I, for me, although I'm so thankful, but I to me it's the weight of all the people on our shoulders, right? It's the the cast mm -hmm. and the crew and even ourselves wanting to keep. Going further and further, making the next movie, the next movie that keeps driving me to work as yeah, hard as yeah. as hard as we're doing. But uh, anyways, yeah, sure. Well, it was amazing. You guys are. But I wanted to mention. It. I know we want to spend the majority of the time, but I wanted to because it just happened. I wanted to mention it, and uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and because uh, you know, people are watching. People. Yeah, I know Adrian yeah. joked about having six six uh, fans, but people do watch the show, so it's it's neat to hear when somebody actually has been like yeah. oh i've watched a couple of your shows yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing you're like which ones <laughs> hopefully we weren't terrible we, we're kind of the same in all of them mostly yeah yeah i like that money side that's that's really that's really cool but to, to to acknowledge that someone's not only said i support you with um whatever but i believe in you so much that this project shifted that you've got this idea this concept i'm going to put my you know hard-earned cash to work yeah mm -hmm. here you go mm -hmm. yeah, here you go it is amazing oh, cool it's amazing because it's it's more people's time is worth a lot too sure yeah. but you can kind of freely give your time right you can be like yeah i can stop by and yeah help yeah. you with a little thing or whatever um but yeah dollars is a different sort of animal mm. which which is amazing yeah anyways yeah yeah so, so what do you guys talk about? Uh, I've, I've listened to a few of these ones, and I just remember you guys chatting back and forth about well, progress. Yes, yeah. and this, this one, of the, one of the episodes in the show, one of the pieces of the show, I'd love to talk about the progress that we should make in the long term. Mm. Like, I'd love to make a plan with regards to the movie concepts that we have right now, mm -hmm. lay them in a line, 
and say, we're going to go from here to here to here to here. The budget's going to go from here to here to here to here. Mm -hmm. These are the things we need to do in order to make that happen. So we basically make like a, we basically make like a, not like a five year plan. Yeah. Yeah. And no, like with the, with the, with the idea that slowly we grow, no, nothing's going to come down. No one's going to reach out of the sky and hand us a million dollars or, you know, a hundred million dollars yeah, to yeah, make yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. We got a, we've got a long slog. We got a five year slog ahead of us. Yeah. So how are we going to grow? And I'd love to make that plan. But that would come after we talk about who you are, uh, Mr. Christopher Watson. Absolutely. Let's do it. Okay. So, Chris, where were you born? No, I'm joking. No, <laughs> Good God. No, no really. Where, where are you from originally? Um, where are you from originally? And tell us about your interest in films. Where that comes from. Uh, okay. Jeez, that's tough. Okay, well, I'm originally from South Africa, from Port Elizabeth. Which you, I believe, have been to at yes. some point. In fact, yes. you have stayed at my place. Have you That's known? right. You, did you guys yeah. meet in South Africa? Is that yes. where you guys know each University, other yeah, yeah. So, University of Cape Town. Mm -hmm. <laughs> go Bulldogs. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, we don't. We don't <laughs> have sports. <laughs> go, go sports team. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have anything. South African universities don't do that. Oh, they, we had they one don't do sports. Thing. Well, they don't have Too like much. a cry, you know, where, in American universities where all of a sudden yeah. they'll be like, soccer, soccer, hi, soccer, my, hi. We don't have anything like that. <laughs> they don't. I don't think they do. Suck they don't my high. There's that thing how university has uh, bulldogs or a timberwolves or you know like go go red dogs or something like that. You guys are like diplomatic immunity. <laughs> <laughs> that's the joke. Arnold Foster. Yeah. That's, <laughs> no. that's the joke from Lethal, Lethal Weapon. Weapon. Oh, Lethal sorry, Lethal the fat guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So yes. No, we don't go. We don't go run around. We don't run around saying that. Film, film. Uh, that's a tricky one. Um, remember back in the day, there was a thing called video stores. Yeah, it yeah. was like a million years ago. We had a deal in the video store growing up where it was five movies for fifteen rand for a week. Oh, so but well, it was five days, five movies for fifteen rand, and in dollars, that's like two dollars, I think. <laughs> Right? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like three, maybe three dollars yeah, back yeah, then, because yeah. the rand was strong and now it's weak yeah, or whatever. And but it was only in the section of movies where it was not the new releases. So it was like the oh, old, old classic oh, movies, the you know, that, that no one watched. No, I believe those are called classics. I yeah, believe no. they're called garbage. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I mean, every so no, like nine out of ten people go straight to the new releases, yeah, yeah. check out the latest Tom Cruise movie or whatever, and. Uh, that's probably updated. But, uh, and then you go there, pick your movie, and you leave. And that would be the section right by the door. So you come in and sort of pay and go out. But right at the back, there were all these classical movies, all classic movies. Yeah. And I went through phases where I'd watch a bunch of Rob De Niro movies. And then, you know, so I'd get like five of, of his movies and watch them. I'd be like, this guy's cool. And then I'd get five <laughs> Al Pacino, because I'd watch Godfather and be like, oh, this guy's cool too. And watch like five of his movies. And then we'll jump and jump and jump. So that's sort of yeah, how yeah. I got into it. And it's you, a real slow process. Yeah, yeah. And you I do love video stores. He, he, do, yeah. he does have a love of gangster movies. Big time. Yeah, well, it's, that's it. Yeah, that, that phase was all of those gangster movies. Um, I mean, the big one was our Casino was fantastic. All those Scorsese movies mm -hmm. were, were fantastic. Um, so yeah, definitely into the gangster movies at a young age. <laughs> My wife hasn't seen Casino yet. And I was like, because I made that joke that that Joe Pesci joke oh, oh yeah, yes, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean every guy makes that joke yeah. hoping it's not going to be a joke <laughs> it's a joke when it doesn't work I was like you gotta watch that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a joke <laughs> um, but yeah that's it that's, that's how I went and then you got into you went to, you went to University of Cape Town so Port Elizabeth yeah. is probably about 8 hours away 9 hours away yeah roughly yeah you're talking about 750 kilometers uh, went to UCT mm -hmm. uh, um, met this guy uh, at at UCT first yeah. year yeah and he was into film and doing all this cool stuff really cool group of, of friends in those days was um, he wearing a scarf he was maybe wearing a scarf. <laughs> that was that was that, BS. That came later. Before scarf. Oh. Before scarf. You don't. You don't. Uh, you don't wear scarves in South Africa. Are not like a thing. Was he? Was, it's was a little that, too hot. Was that eighties thing when he was? Yeah. Well, wearing. it's like a filmmaker thing. Uh, it is. I didn't realize it was a filmmaker thing. I feel like I started wearing scarves and then it became a filmmaker thing. No. That's what I feel like. Okay. I feel like I started the trend, even though. <laughs> 
<laughs> just claim it. I mean, yeah, no many people did it before. No, no, okay. no, 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 it became a popular thing on film sets. Technicians would wear scarves and stuff yeah. like that, so I promise. Then, um, so UCT, uh, sure, and then but then I, you know, I was not into film, so I got into finance and. Yeah. At school, I was into maths and all that, so it was just an easy route into, into finance. Yeah. And, and been cruising ever since. So, what do you do now? Like, well, so until now, I've been uh, doing stock analysis. So, I try and analyze shares, try and find cheap shares, buy them, and when they go up, you, you try and sell them. Um, that's that's the game plan. It it works out about two. If you're good, it works out about two thirds of the time. So, if you're really good, and the one third, you kind of they just go down. How um, often? Do you have success? Uh, well, that's, that's about two thirds. Well, for me, actually, when I started, which was, I think I did, I've done eight years of it, so probably 50 50. So it was very, very, you know, on the edge. And then as time goes by, you're lifting that ratio and you get into like 60%. But the best guys get two thirds, so 66%, they'll, they'll win. And the key is to then minimize your losses. So you know you're going to lose a third of the time if you're, if you're great, but you just got to recognize that you're on this losing streak now. This idea, this uh, the rationale you have for buying the stock, is a pile of garbage, <laughs> and you just better get out. Yeah. But the problem is you get invested in it mentally as well, and so then it's quite hard to pull out. Um, so yeah, about sixty percent or so, I think. So you've been doing that for eight years. What what kind of led you into stocks? What what kind of uh, finance did you do uh, right out of school and for the? It was it was actually during university. So I think it was about third year where I got into Warren Buffett's books about mm-hmm. value investing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just hits hit a massive buying was, things that people always need that sort of an idea um, some of that but actually the ones that I remember back in the day was more like the general concept of how you have a stock value that's say steady over time so take Coors it's, it's Molson the, the company is Molson Coors uh, it's listed in Canada I think it is um, and it's got the steady value that kind of grows over time or is flat or something like that but if you look at the stock price chart, it's just gone all over the place, right, over 10 years. And what's happened is uh, sometimes people think, um, you know, their, their, their next beer is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, amazing. And sometimes... Uh, Different beers go, it becomes, it's in vogue all of a sudden. Everybody's totally. drinking Coors. Totally. Yeah, they release a beer that's really popular, like the Banquet. Sure. And Suddenly the quarterly sales do a yeah, bit better. And people yeah. are like, oh, this thing's got some legs. Uh, they've bought some craft uh, beers that they can get into that they can sort of tap this new growing market oh they're a growing stock oh they make a lot of cash oh the price is cheap and then the price goes up as everybody buys yeah and so around this sort of steady central value you have this fluctuating share price and that's and it's based on on a bunch of things but one is just human behavior or or human emotion almost Mm -hmm. uh, that's reflected in the market and it makes complete sense uh, when you spell it out it's hard to, to put into practice but just reading that sort of stuff at university said stocks is interesting uh, new industries all the time you're never bored you just like, get to read cool stuff all the time he knows a lot about random companies we'll be driving down the road oh. and he'll be like oh michael's michael's you know their their client base is 80 percent woman and it's like oh well yeah okay then okay i mean they sell beads so rocket side <laughs> you did a lot of re- a lot of schooling to pick that up did you <laughs> So what are you saying, Jay? I'm saying the stock market shit is easy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to um, be rich. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dream. Yeah. I mean, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Um, no, so, so then going into that. Ah, <laughs> this idiot. <laughs> and been running with that for the last little while. And now I've actually um, just gone by, on my own and myself and my girlfriend. We're now traveling around the US. So we've got good four-month road trip ahead of us and then see from there that's so exciting yeah it's gonna be fun it's a good trip yeah long trips are amazing what's the longest trip you've ever done uh i suppose i suppose it would be the two weeks out east yeah Yeah. yeah. two weeks two solid weeks was pretty great um and because it was it felt long because every day, because yeah. we, we always had kind of a destination to go to. Yeah, yeah. So we kind of had a plan. Yeah, we had an itinerary. Yeah. So every day we would wake up and drive four or five hours to the next spot that we were going to be at and mm. then hang out for, I think there was only two. That does two get tiring. Times. It was. Yeah, yeah. There was only two times where we 
got where we were going and stayed mm. for a day or two. Mm. So one was Halifax and one was uh, PEI where we golfed and PEI. This is Port Edward. Uh, Prince Edward Island. Prince Edward Island. Yeah. Yeah. So this is Nova Scotia. Uh, no, it's Prince Edward Island. Oh, oh so it's like, a yes, it's a area. Side, yeah, yeah, it's a side it's Nova Scotia. Own province. It is. Yeah. Oh wow. But sure. It's teeny weeny teeny. It's very small. Yeah. yeah. So we yeah we went yeah. we went to Quebec. Yeah. New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, Prince Edward Island. Wow. Back to. Uh, New Brunswick, yeah. Back to Quebec, back to Ontario. Is it a different world out there? Like, because I mean, you're still in Canada. You still got crazy. Okay. Very different. Okay. Very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we did not go to Newfoundland, which is the one like the furthest island. Ah, which okay. is quite I, I really want to go. I really okay. want to go. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, it's it's cool. So then now you've moved mm. to now you've decided you've been working in South Africa in finance for a little bit. You worked at a company called Alan Gray. Yeah, two years there. Yeah. yeah, and then you were like, boom, I am moving. To South Korea to oh, teach yeah, English. Yeah, yeah, so I've kind of left out that big gap. So I did two years in, in South Africa and then six in the UK. That gets how you get to the eight. Um, but South Korea was also where this guy was for a few. Yeah, we, we, we overlapped in South Korea. For a yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So that was about travel again, like uh, go to a new place, um, kind of dive into a new world. Mm-hmm. And, and oh, other thing is finance, as you can imagine. Um, most people kind of roll their eyes because you're just sitting in front of a, a spreadsheet and you're just moving numbers around. Right. Um, you know, compared to making movies, that sounds pretty horrible, isn't it? But that uh, does sound <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> horrible to me. Right. Jay's like, that's my job. <laughs> okay. So, so you feel my pain. Um, but but I got a file folder with some paperwork. And... <laughs> oh yeah. By the way, we need your help with some numbers and. No 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 no. no. But uh, but teaching was was a. a a whole new world because there you're standing in front of a class of uh, 20 kids and they want you know they're staring at you and you have this position of authority and you now need to get through this material um but more than that it's about like engaging with them and, and keeping trying to get them to speak and get them engaged and stuff like that so so did cool. you ever punch one of them right in the face i wanted to many times yeah yeah you remember that feeling yeah. oh yeah just the snotty kid who's yeah. just just annoying and tired or whatever but you just gotta kind of put yourself in their shoes and just say okay they're just say i received a punch in the face so you too shall receive a punch in the face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then i did muay thai training yeah, yeah, so yeah. luckily it wasn't the other way around yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah career was cool uh, yeah. but that was just to me that was like a complete break uh, from the finance world uh and, and did you do it because you you yeah. you like uh, just wanted to change? You had a nervous breakdown. What's what's? Uh, oh no no! It was it was two years of of really good work, and then I kind of saw the path in this company as it was going to be the next step and the next step, and I was just going to get sort of sunk into that. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking at the time, I was like, if I'm going to do a big um, trip east and sort of learn a language and spend some time out there, it has to happen now because if it doesn't happen now. I'm going to stay in this job and then get married. And, and uh, You saw the rest of your life unfold. Yeah. And you're like, pump the brakes. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. But let me just delay that for X yeah, many yeah, years. Yeah. And so, and that that was a big motivation actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got to say that's, that was almost exactly the same for me yeah. leaving South Africa. I also saw the rest of my life unfold in front of me. Like yeah. I just saw it all, the progression. And I just wasn't ready for that. Mm. At, 20, at 23, 24, yeah. I was like, I don't know. Then packed my bags and hit the road and came to Canada. I think there's a movie in that actually, like 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 sort of glimpsing through and then sort of someone turning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, kind of. Just explain to me what you mean. So so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. That kind that of. actually yeah. is a movie. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a glimpse. The, yeah, the guy can see oh, all the different. You see all the paths and all the paths, and he keeps oh. trying to. Get back on, uh, yeah. But then, and do you know what would be really interesting with that is if you, no matter which path you take, you always end up at the same place. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Or the, the that, like not exactly the same place, but like a similar place. Like yeah. you end up, yeah. You travel your road, and your road is going to be your road no matter what. Yeah. yeah. So there's a weird, there's kind of a weird time travel choice. movie. There's yeah. a weird time travel movie where the guy's wife dies and he goes back and tries to like fix things yeah, the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He already knows his path, but he keeps trying to shuffle with it and it always turns out to be the same. Do you, do you guys remember this movie? It's actually one of my favorites, but it's a real corny kind of rom-com. It's called uh, The Family Man with Nicolas Cage and Taylor Leone. I have not seen that. 
I know the cover. You know the no, cover. I've never okay. seen it. Watch that because uh, you know that that sort of sticks. That movie just hit, sort of just just hit me in my yeah. wherever. Um, and it's, it is a corny rom com, but it's about this guy who's like this investment banker who's <gasps> single and and. And hooks up with tons of girls. Do you know this? Is this you? <laughs> Except for the hooking up with tons of girls thing. <laughs> and the investment banger. And the, re- and the, and the really and super wealthy and <laughs> Porsche and whatever. None of that, no, unfortunately. Um, but, and then what happens is he's like a real cocky guy mm-hmm. and then he does something and then it's actually this this angel, this Don Sheila, you say? He's yeah, the character. Yeah, yeah. And he says, okay, I'm going to do you a favor almost. And he goes to sleep and he wakes up the next day and he's... His I whole may life, have seen this. His whole life is as if he had not gone that successful solo banker right. route to become kind of a dick, but instead goes the route of family man. Mm-hmm. And he moves out to New Jersey, not New York City. Mm-hmm. And he gets a station wagon and he, he takes over his father-in-law's right. business. And he goes down that sort of path. And then, that, and then they take goals. it away. And, and then, then he's like, it. no, I want to be back with Taylor <laughs> Leone. Did you see her? Yeah. Gosh, she's the best. Do you see her in Bad Boys? so sexy. <laughs> I mean, is there a more beautiful human being in, in Bad Boys? Yeah. No. Absolutely not. No. Yeah. Well, that's the glimpse. That's the glimpse. Yeah. She's Good glimpse. glimpse. Cool glimpse. Yeah. Good movie. Yeah. Um, I do remember it now. Oh, you did see it? Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, and there yeah, is, there, Jeremy Piven in As Always the Best Friend. You know what? There is something to be said about someone who works their whole life, and they have all this money, and then they have no one to spend it on because they spend mm-hmm. their whole life working, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that is an interesting that is an interesting space that I would love to deal with one day. Just because, yeah, I mean, because everybody wants a lot of money, but if you yeah. if you actually took the sacrifice that it required to get the lots of money, <clears throat> would you would you still want it? I suppose. No. This is what the poor people say to the, to each other. They're like, well, you, do, you don't want to be rich. <laughs> terrible. Let's make movies about yeah. rich people that hate their lives. They hate how much money they have. <laughs> rich people are like, I don't even watch movies. Yeah. I'm on a jet ski. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm parachuting in uh, this country. Oh, you guys made a movie? That's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, so, South Korea. Yeah. You're oh, teaching yeah. English. You're punching kids in the face left and right. Yeah. The, and and, right and the, the, there are... There are two kinds of English teachers that will go to South Korea. There are more than that. But like yeah. in my mind, you have people who will like try and remain. They'll try and just, I'm just going there for some fun. I'm going to teach them English and then I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was kind of my stance. Whereas Chris was like, I'm going to take Korean lessons. I'm going to try and learn to speak Korean. And he's going to, I'm going to try and like uh, sort of ingest as much of the culture mm-hmm. as I can. So Chris really, Chris like, learned korean and now mm-hmm. how you, would you say you're fluent in korean? uh fluent is probably strong but uh but, but pretty good so yeah. i met uh ella's parents for example ella is his korean significant other yeah yeah and um could converse quite easily and that sort of stuff so so in terms of uh basic life um pretty easy uh but in terms of discussing politics uh, a little bit more struggle what would it take for us to bring say a poutinery to South Korea and take over the country. Would that be possible? Do you know what poutine is? I've had poutine, but I've only had Tim Hortons poutine. Oh. Which which I have to say wasn't bad for oh, my first I'm sure, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. No. <laughs> Any potato that comes out of that building is sacrilege to potatoes. I'm serious. Those are god awful. I'm just wondering what happens if you bring like a fattening North American delicacy to an Asian country. Cool. Delicacy, strong word, but like, yeah. <laughs> well, well, you know what? <laughs> it's not really a delicacy. It's, it's just like gr- greasy schlop. What would you delicious. say, what would you like say is gravy. a Canadian delicacy? Salmon. No, it's not. It's more delicate. It's more of a delicacy than potatoes and gravy. Yeah, but everybody that can do salmon. But it's like, but a delicacy, like the, the concept behind a delicacy is that it's, it's like delicious. No, it's like it's 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 more it's rare. It's like like mm. sockeye salmon. Mm. I would consider it a delicacy. Mm. Okay. Mm. Well, uh, I mean, if you get St. Albert's cheese curds. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. If I mean, if you if you go to PEI and pick the potatoes yourself <laughs> on the mountainside, well then yes, it's good, the mountainside. Could consider it a delicacy. There's no mountains in PEI. I know there's no mountains in Canada. Okay. Except sure there is. For that one, that one thing oh, called God. the Rockies. 
Um, well, this patinery idea is not bad because what does do well is things like um, Dunkin' Donuts does quite well. Mm-hmm. All that, yeah, Starbucks does great. Mm. Uh, so a lot of oh, McDonald's as well. So all the, the lot Burger of, King. Yeah, the, the big American chains yeah. are definitely there. Um, so you might find it always. There, it always amazes me when I see a Subway places. Yeah. You know, the sandwich sandwich place because I'm always like, hmm, that's safe. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. The, and do you know what? Those ch- if you if you're feeling homesick in another country, mm. go into one of those stores and you'll just feel right at home. Yeah. Because yeah. you'll be like, this is the same right here as it is. Because McDonald's probably does not fuck around. Like if you no. went to a McDonald's in South Korea, the Big Mac probably sit, tastes very similar. They will. They, yes. they will usually yeah. have McDonald's will usually have one burger that is like the local culture burger. Mm-hmm. Like in Australia, you'll go there. They'll have a burger that has beets and egg. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the, the, there'll be there'll be like a specific like they even tried the Australian burger here. Yeah. It's common in Australian McDonald's, but uh, so there will be one burger oh, what's that the, is unique. Is there a Canadian one like a version of in Canada like a well might be like a bacon something right? some, some kind of Canadian bacon. Well, the, yeah. Do you know what? You, maybe. maybe maybe something. I'm not sure. The Angus or something. Mm. Um, okay, so moving on from that, yeah, South yeah, Korea, yeah, then, yeah. You moved, then you were like, screw then was... going back to South Africa, this is crazy, I'm going to stupid England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well then it was the England phase, so it was about six years there, but yeah. sort of the purpose was to just get really skilled up on, on stocks and how to analyze stocks. Hmm. Um, and the English do that really well? My my ex boss who moved across here and started um, a fund. He he was he's just top of the game, like absolutely top of the game. So, Do you love the show Billions? Um, I've only watched a few episodes. What so I have the answer seen, is no. it's very cool. Mm. It's very cool. So I think if I sat down and watched, I think it's on HBO. Is it so Showtime? Well, yeah, I think it's HBO. One of the two, and I just didn't have access to it. So it wasn't uh-huh. that I, I I didn't like it. It was just that I never got around to seeing it. But I'm not quite keen. I like that. Are you a fan? Huge fan, but he doesn't steal, so I like that. He's not <laughs> yeah, like he uh, he made it. He made it. If I don't have access to it, then it doesn't exist for me. He's gonna buy. <laughs> I, like I appreciate that. Chris Chris drives the speed limit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, geez. Yeah. If I I think like I mean it's gonna get a bit serious, but I think if you if you want to live long, you just drive at the speed limit, and you just stay alert the whole time. Because the thing is, it's not about you. It's about the, the, the drunk idiot who's driving in front of you or next to you or whatever. So that is kind of a philosophy of mine as yeah. well, although it's not really about the speed so much as the distance that I put between me and everyone else. Uh, so like I, I get very uh, anxious if whoever I'm driving with, like if I'm the passenger yeah. and that person is driving at speed yeah. too close to another car. Like It's different if it's... It's different if it's bumper to bumper or anything like that. That's fine. But on a highway. On a highway or whatever. Because I drive a motorcycle all the time. So I put like tons of space in between me and the next person. And I can stop faster than any car, but I still leave lots of room. Um, And I still don't let, if I can help it, I don't let anyone drive beside me. So, you know, I will always speed up or just let them be here and here or whatever. But um, yeah, a lot of defensive it just mm-hmm. acknowledge that it's not you so much it's about the idiots who are driving on this road who shouldn't be driving the road that they are yeah. mm-hmm. and that's just the way the world works you just got to yeah. play around in that game I like that really. I thought you I thought this was I thought you were going to get really deep in I, I it was, was like a life philosophy I was gonna, I was gonna. like staying inside the rules <laughs> but it really was just about driving so that's cool too <laughs> I pulled it up too high. Guys, let me tell you something. This is going to get serious. If there's a sign that says do not enter, then you just don't. Don't be dumb. Uh, Okay, there's a reason why that sign is there. If you want to live long, then... I need to work on my like motivational. Um, no, that's good. Quotes You're fine. Stories. You're fine. How are you okay, sucking yeah. me right in? <laughs> so I've got that part of the story done. I just need to deliver. Now. Yeah, you just need, Chris you is just like, need to bring it around. You are so never I'm gonna believe what happens philosophy. next. Click this link to find out now. And you're like, what? What? Don't drive too fast. <laughs> it's about the other guy. Terrible. Oh, okay. okay. Right. So, so at around this this stage, so I have been working in the film industry and kind of yeah. cracking on. And it was probably, and I don't know how you saw Greenhouse, um, but you, it's at this Vimeo, stage, Vimeo. Vimeo. Yeah, so it was yeah. at the stage that Greenhouse was finished, yeah. it's available on Vimeo, I was, you know, mm-hmm. 
you go and watch my movie, you know, enjoy yeah, everyone. what you think. And that's where you saw Greenhouse. Yeah, and I've, well, actually for ages I've been thinking this guy, 80, is like on another level in terms of getting stuff done. Or like say, saying something and then actually doing it, mm-hmm. which is like a rare trait. I think Jason's the same actually. Yeah. Um, and so when I saw that, well, first of all, when you said I'm going to make movies, I was like, Eddie's probably actually going to do it and he's probably going to kick ass. Mm. And then when you did do it, and then I saw it, I was like, Eddie did it and he kicked ass. And then <laughs> this is going to be another and another. And so then I was like, geez, this guy's going to be big. So I'm still pretty convinced of that. Okay, so, well, we're, we're working on it. We're working too slowly though. Well, yeah, it, there's, there's no time limit, I suppose. But, it's but all, there it's is, because we're going to die. Because so. <laughs> he drives too fast. <laughs> Do you know what? I couldn't help it. When you were talking about, thank you, Chris, for those kind words. Oh, yeah, well, and, true, um, Thank you. We, we are working on it. And every time we make a movie, we, the movie's a little bit better than the last one. Oh, yeah. So hopefully at some stage we're going to make something that uh, really rocks rocks the world a little bit. That would be I really will, great. I will say, you know, it's... Um, I think... I think part of the struggle is really getting the movie out into mm-hmm. in front of people's faces mm-hmm. right um you know i think that uh you know you have what you think about greenhouse after all these years and and looking at it so many times and same with bickerman's grove but when people see it for the first time right we still like i, I had told you once before mm-hmm. that someone had had watched bickerman's grove and loved it so much they went and rented Iowa's Greenhouse <laughs> and were blown away. And mm. I, when I started to kind of, we do this thing where, you know, when you're, when you're kind of creative, you start to almost apologize for your work. Well, um, because, it's not, because, it, because it's not a huge hit, right? Right. So you, because, because it didn't take off. And go, you know, float right. into the into the stratosphere, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? You know, so you you want to be like, well, let me, you know, and but some it really resonates with some people. Yeah, they yeah, love yeah. that movie, yeah. totally, and uh, which is really cool, yeah, right? Um, so you, so to me, it's also just there could be a moment in the future, right? And this is this was my point before was you know you've got somebody that watches Bickerman's Grove. And then goes, well, now I clicked on I liked it. I went to IMDb and then I saw another movie that this guy was in. Yeah. And then I went and went, okay, where can I see this? And I checked it out and it was also awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And so there are people, like you said, that mm-hmm. are like, I want to watch all the movies that, uh, you know, oh, yeah. I went through a huge Robin Williams phase a couple yeah, of years yeah. after his yeah. death. And I was like, I want to go back and remember the kind of how much fun I had when oh, I was wow, watching wow. Robin Williams movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, same sort, of, same sort of idea. No, no, that's good. I was just talking to the audience with my eyes. Oh, you're like Robin Williams, the fucking idiot. No, oh. he's the best. Yeah. Anyways, but I'm just saying that you know, you're gonna have certain movies that resonate with people, and you're also gonna end up some of the movies that we didn't, uh, that haven't made it financially yet, will. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I, I really believe it. Absolutely, and certainly part of the game plan is to build up the library because when you make that one ten-pole movie that sort of takes off, mm-hmm. it sort of will drag the whole library up with it. Right. That's what you hope, anyway. Yeah. And you need to learn. You need you need to learn to make movies. You you're not you don't just know how to make a movie. Yeah, but, but it, it takes you, you got to learn it. You know what? It's, it's actually even if you step even one step back, it's just having people who really will go and do it because it's almost like all that stuff that that you're saying you need to figure out how to market it you need to figure out how to get a fan base you need to figure out how to um whatever edit it better whatever the person if you step back the person who will go and do it will do, do like think of that exact same thing and get that thing done mm-hmm. and overcome those obstacles and then do it so if you find a person who's willing to actually go and do this stuff yeah. you've actually kind of solved the problem you know what I mean like because you know they're going to just persevere until they get it until done until they make it happen um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I guess there's a probability that, that it doesn't but yeah but that's in my mind quite small so um so that's, that's one third so <laughs> we're back yeah to yeah, yeah. We're, we're doing the two th- we're in the two thirds uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right Jay you can get into stocks you're smart enough it's, yes it's like yeah oh, stocks this is like an uh a, what do you say like a metaphor for life you know mm-hmm. like uh 
if you find a stock that's just producing cash flow and it's going to be producing cash flow for 100 years and you pay 10 times those yeah. cash flows, you, you don't know when, but it's going to go up. And you're going to, it's just like a, it's not a sure thing, but there's a high probability it's going to work. Yeah. When you find two people who are extremely interested and excited and persevere and like actually spend their hard earned cash on it and spend their, you know, limited time on it and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. keep trying and keep saying, I'm, I need to improve this, I need to improve that. It's just a matter of time. In, in my yes, Chris, you are absolutely correct. <laughs> okay. It's just a matter of time. I'm going to take that and tattoo it on my ass and look at it every morning in the mirror and tattoo it on my chest backwards so it reads correctly in the mirror. It's going to show his wife. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. She's like, I know. Um, yes so 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 can i just uh, now i'd like to talk because chris Mm. even through your travels and everything chris is involved with us Mm -hmm. like with his skill set he's sort of part of the team now traveling around the world doing all your things but um i'd like to talk about what what this guy can bring to the table what he brings to the table when we are starting to like put things yeah. together and starting to move a little bit and shake a little bit. Mm-hmm. Christopher Watkinson has a skill set, mm-hmm. you know, with... Yeah, so first of all, you guys are, are doing everything and that, more than that. So it's very, it'll be, if it is, it'll be a very tiny little additional um, support, help. Mm-hmm. But willing to, keen and willing, mm-hmm. um, but of whatever you guys are, are keen to... So, so bring it. <laughs> so I, this is this is, and I'll tell you, this is where I said, like, you, you, part of your part of your skill set has to do with um, projections. Okay, sure, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you look at, yeah. so you look at something, and you're like, well, this is going to kind of move in this direction. Yeah. Now, once we start developing a track record with a few films, um, it would be really cool to have those projections as mm. part of our pitch packet, mm. even even as far people. as. You know, being in the, every part of the world is part of the film world, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, yourself kind of being uh, immersed in the finance world and Mm. you as as someone who is more than your average investor. So when you're looking at companies or projects or things that are happening, you're paying Mm. attention to certain key things. And even having that understanding and being able to ensure that when we are looking for larger investments, we're mm-hmm. putting the right packages together, like you said, mm-hmm. or we're, we're making sure that the projects or the companies look a certain way mm-hmm. um, so that we are also impressive, right? So that mm-hmm. when people are looking, so, you know, when you, you've done Greenhouse and you've done Bickerman's Grove and Shifted is out the door and we've mm-hmm. done this documentary or whatever, and someone comes to take a peek at what we're up to, yeah. Are we looking as impressive as we can be, uh-huh. right? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Financially speaking, right, with re- with regards to returns, correct. Yeah, that's that's because that's this cool. is because as as we grow, it would be really and we develop a track record of paying investors back. So for shifted, took mm-hmm. a very small number of investors mm. with the, with the with the the intention of paying them back. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's like a, a number one goal is to make a really great movie to pay mm-hmm. those investors back. Yeah. And so, with that track record, the track record, then we slowly grow, grow, and grow, and grow. Mm. And uh, yeah, if we can look really good while we do it, that'd be a good thing. Okay, so uh, let's say if you walk through that. So let's say it's shifted. Is oh, do we is the documentary is it part of the plan? Well, I mean, it could be. We we never thought of ourselves as adding a documentary aspect to okay. Fable Forest, but yeah. you know what. I mean, since we're doing it and we yeah. have the ability to, we could monetize it. I mean, mm. the thing is, there is there is a creative element to creating a documentary, yeah, right? Yeah. And um, it, it can be lucrative, right? And totally, people love watching documentaries. Yeah. So there are some people who only watch documentaries, right? So mm-hmm. even though I don't think it would be the thing that we drive to do all the time, yeah, I think it could be a good mixture. I think it could be a smart, a smart move mm. to add it into, yeah, to add it into the sort of the ongoing mm. creative. And and the other thing too is that documentaries are different to shoot. They're, I don't want to say easier exactly, but it's it's different because okay. there's yeah the stresses and strains are in a different place altogether. Right, because when okay. you go to do a documentary, 
you're kind of going to get what you're going to get. These are real people. It's a real situation. I mean, you have to weave the tail, but yeah. You're, yeah. you're not sitting in a room fixing lighting, trying to redo and get your performance exactly the way you want it like you would in a, in a feature, right? Yeah, yeah, you're, go you're bringing a bunch of cameras or you bring one camera and light set up and you're yeah. going to wherever and you're going to – because the person is just doing that thing yeah. then. Yeah. And they're going to talk to you. Right. And then the other stuff you got to run and gun, you know, right. you got the camera on the shoulder and you just so it's different. It's a different feel. So, so, um, so in that way, life is telling the story right. and you're yeah. capturing it. You're, whereas in the film, you're creating the whole story. Yes, exactly. You still massage the story. You, okay, okay. In the sure. editing okay. suite, you will, you will mold the story for sure. Yeah. Um, but yes, all the pieces are coming straight from the, straight okay. from real life. Okay. So then, uh, can we, can we try this way? What's like, the end goal and then you sort of work the steps. So back. I'll tell you what we're gonna do though. Okay, you're gonna talk about an end goal. Before we do that, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are gonna stop this episode. So if you're re if if you're ready to get into that, we're yes. going to we're gonna cool. wrap this end episode up. We're, we're gonna switch to some scotch. We're gonna start the next episode. Yes. Amazing. But before we do that. I've been excited about this this episode that we're gonna do. I've been excited for this episode for weeks. Oh my God. You guys are going to have to wait weeks. <laughs> you guys are going to have to be excited for weeks to listen to the next episode where we talk about financial stuff. <laughs> Finance. So exciting. Right. But it's going to be more like, uh, kind of like, kind of like our goals episode. We've, totally. We've had two goals episodes. I don't know. Yeah. So when we first started, I think it was like episode three, these, Chris, these shows have been ridiculous. Now we're coming up on 50 minutes. But when we first started doing this show, we had like three hour long shows. We would talk for three hours. Wow. Because we would just Impressive. get a bunch of beer and just <laughs> talk put shit. the camera on. Actually, we didn't even have a camera at the beginning. We just recorded the audio. Um, but uh, yeah, just talked and talked and talked. But now we're trying to keep it a little toiter. We're at, you know. Toiter like a toiter. We're going to keep it under an hour on this one. Um, but we, yeah, we did have a goals episode, which was a lot of social goals. Well, we kind of mm -hmm. want to do the year. And then this year, um, in 20, at the was it March or mm -hmm. April of 2018 or yeah, so yeah, we yeah. had it, we did another one where we kind of reflected on the goals from the previous year, cool. saw how we did, yeah, gave yeah, ourselves yeah, some yeah. new goals. Um, but I, I like this, this is more of like a projection, uh, for, yeah. like a five-year plan sort of yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just with regards to what movies we're going to do when what we want the budgets to be and what, what the return needs to be on, on the movies that we've made in order for us to grow into the next budget of the next mm. film, right? Right, right, right. Mm. Um, so all right. before we wrap quick, this one up, though, quick. I will. Questions. Questions that we ask all of our audience members. Yeah. Oh, we're not going to do trivia. Not going to do trivia. Sure, we'll do trivia. Oh. One, one No, no, trivia. we're going to do trivia. Okay, one one. We're going to do true trivia. Shoe trivia? trivia? No, we're going to do two trivia. Oh, but two. see, I said one trivia, and he was like, "No, we will do two. One is one is ridiculous because what's going to happen when I win and you're sad? But, all right, all right, this is fun. Do I take yeah. part? Are we doing? So uh, what are we doing? T H P. Uh, I don't P. know. T H P. I have no okay, idea. I'll go first. Here we go. Don't look at the answer. Oh, is that the answer? Yeah, you can also Jeez. answer you're your own it. question. You're in it. Don't look okay. at your answer. I'll go first. Name the actor who has been romantically linked to Kelly Preston, Robin Wright Penn. And Ginger Lynn Allen. The Sean Robin Penn. Right, Penn. I mean, that yes. seems like it would be. I was going to say Sean Penn as well, but like. I'm going to say, hold on, just wait. Who's the guy that played in Princess Bride? I'm not going to tell you. Princess Bride? No. Oh, do you know what? That's I the guy. I don't know his name. The guy that was in Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That guy. Wait, K wait, uh, wait, 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 um, the, the president from uh, Independence Day. No, no, no. no. Uh, I think of a different guy. Yeah. Okay, Charlie Sheen. Incorrect. Charlie Sheen. But it's a good thing we had a five-minute discussion about. It. Okay, <laughs> let's go. Is it Marvin? Yeah. T or S or P? P. Jodie Foster was the model for the copper copper tone drawing of okay. the little girl having her bikini bottoms tugged by a puppy. Oh my god. Fact or fiction? That's got to be fiction. Copper no, it's got to be fact. Drawing. It's too weird. Uh, I'm gonna go fiction too. You ready? Yeah. I think it's Drew Barrymore. Fact. Damn it, no, Jodie Foster, eh? I win. That was a hot baby. I win. Here we go. <laughs> the scene. <laughs> Adrian's winning. <laughs> I'm a loser. Uh, clearly. 
The scene in which Brandon Lee was fatally wounded was left in the final cut of The Crow. True. Fact or fiction? True. Fact. I will say also Fact. fiction. Fact. Fiction. Yes. Bullshit. Dang. I even knew that, about that. I was like, this is the scene where he dies. <laughs> fiction. It's one to one. In 1988. Well, none of us were even alive in 1988. Hey, what do you mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, oh you guys are old. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 the same, I'm the same old. Sure. Okay, in a 1988 film, the actress played Tom Hanks' love interest. Six years later, she starred with him again, this time playing his mother. Oh. Name the actress. Meg Ryan. Nicole Kidman. No, she's going to be older. Is it Nicole Kidman? No. Who's that from, from Big, you know, when he was a kid? Because that, <gasps> that might be the, the mom. No, that's not Tom Cruise. Daryl Hannah? No, Tom, it's, it's Tom, Tom, Hanks. Hanks. Tom Hanks. Oh, Tom Hanks. I don't know. I know now that I looked at the answer. Oh, Sally yeah. Fields. Mm. Okay, she's, she's oh, mother. Forrest Gump. Oh, Forrest Gump. Amazing. Damn. I love that movie. Okay. Kissed your mom, Tom. Kissed your mom. Kissed your mom, Tom. Gross. Uh, name the American actor-director who said, I don't want to achieve immortality through my work. I want to achieve immortality by not dying. <laughs> Terry Gilliam. Woody Allen, come on. Uh, Terry, Terry Gilliam's English, isn't he? Was an American? American actor-director. Uh, Quentin Terry, Tarantino. I think Tarantino. I think... Woody Allen. Oh, I, I, I didn't even look. That's, That's awesome. Is he an, is he an, an actor? Woody yeah. Allen. One, one. Hey, in all his Here movies. we go. Uh, of course, he is in his movies. Is it one yeah. all? One all. This oh, is it. Four. Name the actor who's been romantically linked to Jennifer Grey, Winona Ryder, and Kate Moss. Charlie Sheen. Winona I'm wrong. Ryder and Jerry Kate. Seinfeld. I don't know. I Kate know. Moss. Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Johnny Depp. Oh, Johnny Depp. It's Wait. a tie. Tune in two weeks from now for the tiebreaker. <laughs> Okay, adios muchachos. Dream big. Work hard. Thanks for watching. First frames first. Yes. First frames first. Thank you, Jason. Welcome. If you enjoyed, head over to our website, www.thefableforest.com. Check out our films and sign up for our newsletter where we will send you exclusive content. Hit us up on our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, always at The Fable Forest. And share our show with your friends. It'll really help us out a lot. Dream big. Work hard.